one. Welcome back, y'all. I knew I was gonna have to start because Peggy was looking at me. Yeah, that's your job. Start no, first. <laughs> I hate starting because I always glitch. I always glitch. Anyways, anyways, welcome back, everyone. As you can see, for the second time, we have a guest with us. Um, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Okay, Peggy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Okay, this is this is our first male guest for season three, okay. but our second male guest in general. In general okay. So we're trying to get more guys on the show, guys. So. I know you're tired of listening to the woman's perspective on everything, but here we are with a man to give you a different perspective. Yes. Um, so with that being said, I want you to introduce yourself, kind of give us a background. I want. I always tell people to do this, right? So when you say, oh, introduce yourself, they always like, well, I do this, I do that. Like, I want to know you as a person. Okay. Yeah. Like, maybe like three personality traits or something that you enjoy or a hobby. Got you. Got mm-hmm. you. Uh, so I'm West. Um, so I, I chose to do my triggers, mm-hmm. which is I hate seeing my name spelled without the T. Mm-hmm. So it has to be West. Mm-hmm. You can say it however which way you want. But the spelling but has just, to be real. If I see it without the T, I just get. I, okay, I'm so just it's like, actually yeah. legitimately W E S T, but it's spelled. It's pronounced W E S, like West. Oh no, it has a T in it, so it's okay. pronounced. But if people want to pronounce it, however, which way? Your Instagram I don't care. like threw me off though because it said West. Oh, it's West, that's not, not West. Yeah, that's my Instagram. <laughs> that's, literally, that's his whole Instagram. That's his tagline. <laughs> right. So okay, got you, got you. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Hobbies, I have an NBA podcast, so, um, and I like to dabble in all types of, like, um, so, like, I'm really obsessed, especially when I'm driving, mm-hmm. watching YouTube videos on, like, personal finance stuff. Watching or listening? Because um, we're driving, so. Yeah, so, I'm not <laughs> advising anybody to do this as well, but this is, this is my hobby. I would, yeah, I, I would think <laughs> Unless it's on a cell phone holder and you're yeah, driving. Yeah, but no, I think with, like... YouTube videos like that, like it's really the content. You're listening for the content. You're not really yeah, right, like the right, visuals right. are the visuals. It's just people yeah. talking. Yeah. yeah. But the information being told is what you really. Yeah. Do. Netflix yeah. is when it gets a little dangerous. Little, for me. Uh, very. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how people be doing Netflix in all aspects of their life. People be working out trying to watch Netflix. I'm like, how can you focus? For re- right. so that's one of my guilty pleasures, actually. Really. Uh, re- uh, reality shows on Netflix. No, <laughs> really. <laughs> so you watch like um, Young Young Famous and African. I tried to watch that. It was too much for me. Some of it was a little bit much, but I, I kind of like that. I'm more okay. of the contest ones, like yeah. The Circle, Ultimatum. Okay. Like, I haven't watched Ultimatum yet, but I heard that show's crazy. I love the cringe, the cringe. Oh. Like, I get secondhand embarrassment, oh, so it's, I can't. It's, I, I live for it. It's, it's, really? oh, it's, it's. That means you're really good in any element, in any space. I, like, have social anxiety, so I'm always like. Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be so there. So my wife that. hates the fact that I actually create awkward moments, <laughs> and and so she gets purposefully. Like, yes, oh, on purpose. Jesus. So she gets like real anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. So she's just like, please don't, please don't. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna do it. Like, like you know, the routine, we're, we're, learning, prepare yourself. We're in the elevator. I'm gonna say something wild. To this <laughs> <laughs> I would. Really, my best friend used to do things like very embarrassing sometimes like mm-hmm. if she was if she didn't like a girl she'd kind of call her up but this is in high school right. mm-hmm. so I used to always pinch her so she used to have like pinch marks on her arm <laughs> does your wife do that? no she just like squirms yeah <laughs> 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 
think if you pinch him, it'll work far better than yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> just give him that little pinch. You know the one right, that mom right, used right. to give you? Oh, so. Lord. Yeah, oh, that's so. hilarious. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. So I'm so against reality TV drama. It's so, so the, like, again, it's more the contests. Yeah, yeah. Like, loving hip hop is, I feel like I'm over that. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think when it first came out, I was yeah, like, yeah, into yeah. it. And then mm-hmm. it's like, I, I think I have more money than a lot of these people that yeah. are on here because they're renting a lot of everything. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of everything. So I'm like, why am I watching people that are in a struggle yeah. <laughs> but faking like they're not you know right, what I, mean? like, I don't need a i don't need to watch that so, right before we get dragging this on because i yeah. have to say this but i remember reality tv being truly reality when it was like real when world. it first came out when yeah like real, real world was the only one yes right but now it's so scripted and calculated and scheduled it doesn't yeah, seem authentic yeah. and that's where i'm just like, and now with social media you have people like you'll see they start to have drama right before the show drops yeah and i'm like, like drama. Cool. yeah because at one point we used to believe in it and after a while people were like you know what this like, is what find out WWE was a real yeah this is, this is did what you guys I'm... watch the hill yes yeah it's college hill um this college, college hill was uh that was bet right yes mm-hmm. i like that one there was the hills Yes. Okay. Yes. But College Hill was cool too. Yeah. No, and then there was another show that was Baldwin Hills. Baldwin Hills. Yeah, yeah. That's probably I, what I was thinking about. Yeah, Baldwin I liked Hills. watching them because I'm like, give me. I want to see rich black, black people, people too. Exactly. Yeah. I know we exactly. got money out there. <laughs> so watching that show, I I enjoyed it because oh my god, there's like people that look like me that got money. Exactly. Yeah. You know, not just white yeah, people. It seemed more tangible. Yeah. Like, that's something I can do. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You just can't do it. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> you just can't do it in Boston. Girl. Anyways, um, so here we are. Um, I guess we're going to be discussing uh, modern day marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I know over time, over the years, um, the family dynamic in the house, also along with like what your marriage looks like has changed drastically. Mm-hmm. Right? So I figured you're, you're young, so... You call you. You've had to cultivate your own idea of what marriage looks like, how it's gonna work for you and your wife, right? right? Yeah. Um, it it varies with everybody. Some people really like the old school, like housewife. I I'm the breadwinner. I'm not the nurturer. You're the nurturer. Mm-hmm. And they remove themselves from that aspect. Mm-hmm. But I want to know, like, just give us like a quick like, how did you, when you was like, oh, I'm gonna marry her. Mm-hmm. How did you see the marriage happening? Like, how did you see it like play out for the ten ten plus years? I'm not sure how long married. Yeah, pretty much that. (laughs) Um, I think what's interesting is that I did I did not. Got it. You see what I'm saying? So, and that might be different from how you know previous generations did Mm -hmm. it. I think they they're like, oh, you know, um, my dad has yeah exactly, Mm -hmm. and I've seen dudes that I know that tried to kind of implement <laughs> that way of doing things mm-hmm. with their wives. Exactly. And it didn't really work out. But mm-hmm. um I think for us, what was important to me, and this is an actual conversation we had very early on, I was just like, yo, honestly, like if we don't change how we interact with each other when we were boyfriend girlfriend, I was like, I feel like and this may have been a wrong way of thinking about it, but I was mm-hmm. like, I feel like once someone becomes a wife all of a sudden which i can understand the expectations are higher and different for that guy right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but what if nothing changes yeah 
you were happy as boyfriend or girlfriend, right? So what if that doesn't change? Like, yeah. what? why do you have to put more restrictions on each other? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. like, yo, as long as we don't change what we're doing right now, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I have no issues moving forward marrying mm-hmm. someone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you saying that, I remember there's a couple, um, they are in an open marriage. <clears throat> right. Um, and he said, although they're in an open marriage, he's never um, exercised that option. He's never stepped out of his relationship. And when I say step out, I mean like, go with somebody like not behind her back it's obviously a conversation that needs to be had Mm -hmm. but um he says when you start putting restrictions you kind of feel stifled and like tethered and then you're more prone you remember like when you're like you can't do shit you can't still do it anyway like i'm gonna find a way to do what i want right so he's like but i had that option and it was like i didn't feel stifled i didn't feel tethered to my wife and so therefore it was kind of like natural we kind of just like rock with each other Mm -hmm. we have conversations and he's like, although it is, we say open marriage, I have yet to ex- exercise that option and neither has she. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the idea of like, these are, the, these are the requirements to be married to me and you have to do this and you have to do that. It just becomes, it doesn't become fun anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. you feel mm-hmm. And, <laughs> I, and I remember, I think like, on, back in your mom's house, like, I think, yeah, I think right, right. the episode when we had Rome last mm-hmm. season, I had, I brought it up. I said, People like to use the line, oh, once you get married, things change. I'm like, it shouldn't change. You should be doing the exact same shit y'all was doing when you were boyfriend and girlfriend. The only thing that changes is if you choose to change your last name and the government not now knows that you're married right. in your tax bracket. Right. That's pretty much right. it. Me playing devil's advocate, though, I think when we say change, I don't mean like the the stipulations on how the relationship should work, but definitely like the change should be growth. Yeah, of course. Not you should guys well, yeah, grow, right. of course. Right. Like you shouldn't be the same couple yeah. that when you guys started dating at 22 at 42. No, no. there's no. different things That'd that come. Wild. Yeah, there's different things that come into play. And if there's children, obviously your schedule might have to change because of the children. Okay, how are we going to handle daycare? Who's going to stay home? Who's How are we going to alternate our schedule? Do you work in the morning? I work evenings, yeah. whatever. Um, those things are a given. But like the mind frame is like, oh my God, I'm a husband now, so I gotta do this. Oh my god, I'm my wife now. I got no, still do the same thing. The only difference now, you guys are around each other all the time. You're married, you're in the same household, but still plan your date nights. Still do the same thing y'all were doing when you You we were just a couple. That's a concept that I think is fairly new, like date nights and Mm -hmm. still dating each other. Because I I know growing up when the parent the parents that were around me that were married, Mm -hmm. they didn't do date nights. It was like you have your role, I have my role. You mean in the middle, and that's it. I think a lot of our parents, too, when they got married, they knew their mindset is you go to school, do what you need to do, you find your husband, you find your wife, get married, and your sole purpose now is to work to provide for the children. Mm-hmm. Make sure they have food on the table, clothes on the back, they go to school. Mm-hmm. Our, our generation, we're breaking that. Like, yes, yeah. we're going to still provide for our children if we decide to have we're kids, gonna but we're going to live our life, too. Yeah. We're still going to have fun. You know what I mean? Right, and I feel like right now there's a battle between a lot of the women that want that yeah. and the guys that are still stuck with that traditional way of thinking, right? Mm. So you got guys like Kevin Samuels that become oh. extremely popular, right? Cringy. And a lot of dudes that follow his style of platform all over mm-hmm. YouTube and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. so there are thousands upon thousands of men that are young that, that are actually that. watching this stuff mm. and they're just like super impressionable yeah, don't like, have a dad yeah, in like house. this is mm-hmm. their households are rare mm-hmm. right so Ex- and, that's, and that's the worst thing right yeah. <laughs> especially like if You're you can't <laughs> <laughs> like if you can't 
if you don't have a, a father to go to be like, yeah. does this sound right to you? Like, does yeah. this actually? Or right? even like um, a, another positive yeah, male role, yeah, yeah. male role. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right, if you so. don't have that, so you're gonna feel like he's telling the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. And I always say to people like, now that I'm older and a little bit wiser, I realize you know. Find the person that suits that thing that you're looking for. So if that's the traditional role, I'm pretty sure there's women out there that still have the traditional mindset and they want that role. Go for that. Don't go looking for the woman that's more modern and you're trying to force her to change into the 1950s because then y'all going to go at it and then then you're going to start bitching and complaining saying, oh, these women, they want to do... No, you went after the woman that told you, I ain't for all that. And you still were trying to change her. Same for women. We have to learn that we can't force a man to change his mindset on how he sees how marriage is supposed to be. If he's not giving you what you're looking for, then find the man that will. There's plenty of men out there that are down for the cause that understand that. I'm more than two. We can do this. We can do that. We don't have to stick to the 1950s role of how marriage is supposed to be. Um, So... Find the person that suits what you're looking for. Just like a job, you find the job that suits what you're looking for. You wouldn't want to be miserable at the job, so you find what suits you. I know. But you find that suits you, and then the you go from there. The one always pays the most. Oh, <laughs> always. I hate always. that, though. Like, it pays the most money, but then you're miserable. Anyways, what we doing for this weekend? And then come back on Monday, like, I fucking hate this place, yeah, but my no, check looks nice. Listen, <laughs> and it's a constant mental yes. exercise. It's like a, 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 men- a manipulative relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll give you all this This man loves me. Yeah. And so That's a really weird thing to say to your boy. It's a (laughs) boy, but it's a Caribbean thing. Like Caribbean men, I'm like, I'm just the breadwinner. I fuck my wife and I go to bed. (laughs) That's all I do. Um, And I take care of my other family. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Literally. And my wife doesn't know but knows. I've always been highly impressed by by the older Haitian men. Oh my god, they have like three different wives, three different families. Like how? Very impressed. Everyone's fed. Yes, well. Rents are paid on time. I don't get it. All on a cap salary. Oh, Yo, I literally. <laughs> I don't know They're doing something else on the back end. Unless they do an Uber and Lyft too because right, right, cabbies right. be struggling nowadays. So. <laughs> then Melissa will do all the, He has like the Uber sticker. Yeah, the Lyft sticker. <laughs> and the outside, outside. Like, damn. What don't you do? Um, so we're being, saying that, right? Yeah. I, we're all grew up in Caribbean cultures, right? Yeah. There's just standard things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
has there been anything that you had to kind of like break from because you knew like as a child that didn't work for you and you want to make sure that your kids are not yeah deprived from that yeah i woke up at 6 a.m this morning so this is why i still have this on i need to keep it till tomorrow (laughs) to go to my kids games and stuff like that so even just scheduling this yeah i was on my calendar to see when i was going to be in town because i'm usually flying out of state to to go to these basketball tournaments so these are things like my father never really yeah, right. knew. Mm-mm. Like, he knew I played basketball, but he didn't understand, like, how good I actually was what? at that time. Mm-hmm. And I remember by the time I was, like, a senior in high school, I went to this tournament down in Alabama, and he he had no choice but to go with me, right? Yeah. And this guy was, he's sitting inside the crowd, and he saw me actually dunk in the layup line, and I'm coming down, I'm walking over, and then my eyes just hit his eyes, and his jaw was to the floor. Because mm. he never seen you play doing before. This since I was like fourteen. to the floor. Like, did he just dunk that? Like, what yeah. just? And it, I talked to him afterwards. He was. I was like, why did you? He just like, I never. And I was like, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's because and. You know, I, I usually cover for him because I'm like, well... He's such a hard-working man. He's exactly. Hard. Like, mm-hmm. I know he's working and this and that. Maybe he just doesn't have time. But the reality is, it's just like, I see the things that I do. Mm-hmm. I, I have a job where I'm actually, like, managing a whole team. Yeah. Um, I do real estate on the side. I'm in school. And I, I train my kids and I actually go to all their games. Mm-hmm. So, if I can do all that... Yeah. And get a master's degree yeah. at the same time, like while I'm doing all of this, mm-hmm. why couldn't he? You know what I mean? Like I think back on it. So these are the things that I'm like. I need to be more involved. I want to be way more involved yeah. than he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to actually like the emotional aspect, like you guys were mm-hmm. talking about. That was never really there, mm-hmm. and I saw how that affected me and my relationship yeah, before. Yeah. Cause like that mushy stuff, it's like cringe. Like Haitian men that don't like, don't. Just, they think the role is go to work, pay the bills, make sure yeah. you eat, you got clothes, you go to school, you're doing good grades. That's it. It's yeah. tough, right? So, but it's like with my kids, I go out of my way to actually like give them hugs, mm-hmm. tell them I love you. It, it's it's weird because it's still hard mm-hmm. sometimes. Like, yeah, because yeah, I'm mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone. But it's like, um, for my daughter, it's funny. My daughter's very easy, right? Yeah. But for my sons, it's like I actually consciously think like, about it to think, do it. To do it. Like, like you're so telling your brain, hug yeah. my son. You, like, how you were brought up, right? Right. There was a conscious, like, there was a mentality of a man, right? Like, there's like, this is what a man, this is what I've seen, and this is how men should right. act and receive um, love. And in it's, your head, you're probably thinking you should only receive that from your wife or your girl, not like from your child or vice versa. Well, right. So, because that's, that's not how my dad interacted yeah. with us, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, it's funny because, like, now I'm so used to hugging my boys, telling them mm-hmm. I love you, this and that, whatever, whatever, that. I saw my dad two weeks ago. This is funny. I saw my dad two weeks ago, and I'm walking into his house, and um, I'm trying to give him a hug, right? But he's just like, he's like. I think I saw a video where a parent didn't know how to hug him. No, no, no. He was dodging me and trying to figure out, like, he was like, oh, you need a, like, you know, he's like, you need a pass through here. like. No, I'm trying to hug you. I'm like, I literally said that. I was like, yo, I'm trying to give you a hug. He was like, oh, 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 sorry. 
And I hugged him, and he was just like, yeah, yeah. And then I was just like, oh, look, like Let's that was so natural. easy for me to, yeah. that was easy for me to do yeah. because I guess I've been practicing with my boys and I didn't yeah. even realize that how, mm-hmm. and then it That's dawned amazing. on me like, oh, I don't do that with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And I was like, oh, like, like, cause I was like, why is he, why was he so confused? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It didn't hit me until afterwards. After. Like, oh, this is not how we interact. Mm-hmm. Like we'll dap each other up yeah. and give each other a pound yeah. on our back. We'll do that. Mm-hmm. But the actual But like, he was hug. so confused because I hadn't seen the dude <laughs> in a grip. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I was just like. I can't even imagine. I would love to have seen that. Like y'all just over here like. It was so like, funny. Like, like, was you so going over here? No, no. I'm trying to go over here. No. <laughs> but, but you know, I didn't even feel any type of way about it. I laughed. I was mm-hmm. just like, but I learned something about myself in that moment. It was yeah. just like a, an epiphany. Like, oh, shoot. Like. Mm-hmm. I must have grown mm-hmm. in this way and I didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's like, like huge one because I'm sure your dad, that probably sat with your dad too. Like mm-hmm. when you left, it was probably He's probably scratching his head like, I don't understand. He's like, he hugged me. What did he do? But I remember, so my mom has two kids prior to having kids with my dad and then she had three more. And so my baby sister, she's not the baby out of the nine, but she um consciously was always telling my mom i love you my mom was very limited english was like okay whatever anyways and so she would go to school before she leave i love you and give her a hug there was one time she forgot to do it and she was bawling her eyes out at school and she's like i need to say i love you to my mom and they're just like what is happening right now and then she called my mom and was like my mom is nervous now because like that's the good child mm-hmm. right, she's right, like right. all right what they do mm-hmm. this one's like oh my god is she okay and i was like yeah she's been crying she said she didn't get a chance to say i love you Blah, 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 and so my mom was like, "What?" And then she said, "She's like, oh, I'm gonna say I love you, so okay, I love you too, whatever." Um, but my sister kept pushing that narrative with my mom because she wasn't doing that with all right, of us. Right. That it, now my mom is like used to it, but she, with her limited English, she said, "I love you." She's like, "You too." <laughs> that's how she said. Oh, she said so cute. Like, being affectionate is so foreign to her. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. she's just the provider. Like I'm too busy to be giving you hugs. Like what? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, look, that's why I'm saying like a lot of our parents. We have to understand mm-hmm. they came here for survival purposes. Oh, absolutely. We came into the picture, of course, because yeah. that the mindset is like, like you're supposed to do this modern day. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it was like for me when my mother first said, "I love you," I know she always loved me, mm-hmm. but when she said it. It was on the phone. I was on campus. I remember when I was moving to campus. Mind you, 45 minutes away, UMass Dartmouth. This girl, lady was crying. I remember my sister was like, did Peggy die? Is Peggy okay? Why are you crying? She's down the street. Literally, you, you, 45 minute drive. And I remember I was on campus and I, I was on the phone. I was like, yeah, mom, I'm about to go take a shower. get situated and go to bed. All right, honey. Um, I love you. And I was like, love you too. And it was like, so <laughs> awkward because I was like, love you too. And it was so weird to me because I'm like, I know my parents love me yeah. or whatever, but in their mind, their love is like, we put clothes on your back, food on the table, you have a roof over your head. Yeah. Your job is to just go to school, get good grades. Yeah. So when my mom said it, it was like weird, but now it's normal to me. Like when we, she's not a texter, so I have to message her through WhatsApp. So she, we, we sent audio messages to each other. And at the end of the night, she's like, okay, have a good night. Rest well with the Lord. She's super religious. Rest well with the Lord, and I love you. I'm like, yeah, mom, I love you too. Um, but now it's normal to me. I don't look at the phone weird. Like, oh my God, did she said I love you. But when she first said it, I was like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and you're in you're in college. You know, yeah. through elementary, middle school, and high, high school. school. But now, now I'm 1920, and I like, wait, what? And that blows my mind. Like, mm-hmm. it's usually the people that are super religious that can't do this. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Right, that this is so awkward for them to mm-hmm. actually, and that just blows my mind. But they profess their love of God like all day, every day. Like, Saying Jesus yeah. loves. I'm like, <laughs> you don't love though. <laughs> you're not doing the loving. If we are all uh, children of God. You should be the same way. Like, right, what, are, right. what are we doing right now? But yeah, no, that's funny. That's actually amazing, though. Yeah. I love that for you and your dad. I have a question. What about your mom? So, my mom. <laughs> it's so funny that you're asking this because I just had this conversation with my wife like oh, probably Perfect. like a week ago, right? And she was just like, she she was looking at me and she was just like, yo, like what? change between you and your mom like I don't because I remember you telling me stories about how you used to be with her because I think growing up like even up through middle school like my mom would be on the bed and I'm just cuddled up on her or whatever mm-hmm. and she'd be like oh like you know but yeah. but like she'll grab me whatever yeah. whatever but then it's like as we got older collectively like me and my siblings it, it came from like oh my little niggas to like damn these niggas oh no yeah I mean, like <laughs> Like eating up all my food. <laughs> yeah, it's like as you got as we got older, it's like that connection just like and I can't remember when it happened. It's just like it just stopped. And so now it's awkward when she's like, you know, now that I'm an adult or whatever, she's just like, you know, I look on the phone, I'm just like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it changed like yeah. it was I can't remember what age but I feel like maybe maybe sixth grade yeah, like yeah. it just <clears throat> stopped you know what I mean maybe so. she stopped viewing you as a child and this is just maybe like, that's what it is tip yeah. that you gave me like children like snuggle up with their mom on the bed you, I'm sure you were like yeah. young yeah. Um, but when you became a grown boy and eating her out of a fridge you're right, right. like you gotta get a job it just changed <laughs> it mm-hmm. so it, it's so that affection and that stuff it just mm-hmm. it just stopped like, mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't there so and that's something um at the com- I mean, this is me being super nosy you could tell me mama business but the conversation you had with your wife was it something like you should probably look to repair that relationship or yeah. if you think it's what needs to be repaired i guess yeah i mean something i i don't even know what so right now it's difficult to kind of pinpoint what it is actually mm-hmm. because She's at a place where she's just like proud of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then that kind of like replaces. Yeah. <laughs> like, so if there was a, like, so say I was bumming it, right? Oh. I'd need to repair it. Yeah. yeah. But now it's kind of hard to tell what to repair because yeah. we have a weird relationship. Like, it's kind of like um, they kind of view me as like. Uh, a consultant of some sort <laughs> for life, right? It's like <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, like that's the only life. word I could like but a that consultant. Is telling of what life you live, that because they trust, because yeah. parents do not go to their kids for advice. Nothing, right? Nothing. They don't listen but to us. They're living a life that they can be proud of, they right? Can, like they're like, oh my god, I want to emulate that. I want that for myself as well. That's huge. so. It's so weird. It's so weird. That's, no, <laughs> that's weird that's that's so. very telling of what your life like, what you've built. So mm-hmm. it's so it's like I, 
do you see how this gets muddy? Yeah. Like, do you see how yeah. it's weird? Because mm-hmm. it's like nothing was repaired, yeah. but it's just how they interact with me is so different now yeah. that mm-hmm. it's just like, well, is there that love? Is just like, just okay, I just respect him. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, is that all that it is? Like, I don't yeah. know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm seeing. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. I think maybe it's a, it's a, and I don't know, but I think maybe uh, it's something that you probably have to just like sit with for a little bit and like maybe therapists can like, you know, open, you can open up a little more. You know what's funny? I think, I think our parents can use therapy. I think all of them. They're not going to be honest. Like, no, they, they're probably say there's nothing wrong. Because, <laughs> I mean, I think they faced a level of trauma that we'll never no. understand. So let's talk about that because I had this conversation with my cousin and I'm just like, as me and my cousin grow into the woman that we want to become and we're being our authentic selves and not, you know, falling into societal norms of like, I should be having children, I should be married, I should be doing this, why am I mm-hmm. single? Like all these things, right? But we're so comfortable in the, in this space yeah. because we've done the work mentally, emotionally, um, that we start to think about our parents. Like, dude, like, does she have that space to be vulnerable? Does she have that space? Like, yo, I'm tired. I just want to sleep. Mm-hmm. There's days where I'm like, do not disturb. Don't nobody call me. I'm not seeing nobody. But mm-hmm. my mom didn't have that space. She had kids very young and she just mm-hmm. been mom. And a caretaker. From, she was removed from school, um, I think after first grade, and never went back to school. Right. She was home taking care of all nine of her siblings because yep. she's the second oldest. Yep. So she's fetching water. She's making breakfast. She's waking up at five in the morning, making breakfast so that they can go to school. Mm-hmm. And then she's helping her mom do laundry and all that other stuff. Mm. Um, so I'm like, damn, does she ever have a space to be like? I'm tired. I don't yeah, want to do this shit today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think they that, have. And I, I just know, like, this is why I can't really blame my parents for anything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. We say that all the time. You yeah, can't I really can't, blame them. Like, like you, we, 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 were, the we, were, we were, we were, we were angry at them, but, because, you know, you're a teenager, and you're yeah, like, damn, yeah. why are they like this? Like, damn. Right. But then, as I got older, and then with therapy, too, I realized, you know, <laughs> when I went with my mom, you know how, like, sometimes you kind of catch yourself looking at your parents, like, you know what? Wait, you they, actually went with your mom? I went out with my mom. No, not that. Oh, therapy. I was about to I'm say. No. That's, I would have been, I would have, this, we would have had confetti. I would have had confetti popping bottles if my mother actually went to therapy with me. But no, I went out with her yesterday but. and I was looking at her and she was like, oh, you know, I'm just feeling something. I'm like, mom, you need to learn to lay down. Granted, I would never cuss her, but I wanted to say, you need to learn to lay the fuck down. (laughs) Like, lay down, relax. You don't have any kids. Your youngest is me. I'm a full-blown adult. I'm 35. Like, I'm not 12. Like, you don't have to take care of anybody right now. Take care of yourself. You're 70. It's a blessing to reach that age. It's a blessing to see another day for that matter. So, I'm like... And just take care of yourself. If you don't feel well, you don't feel like doing anything, even though you made even though you made plans to go do it, just right. relax. She's she feels like she always gotta do something for someone. No. Cause I'm like, mom, when you can no longer do it for others, are those people gonna hop, skip a jump and do it for you? Right. So I, I was looking at her the other day and I'm like, bruh, I know she didn't finish formal schooling. But you know, most Haitian, let them tell it. You can't correct them on nothing because they'd be like, Oh, I, I went to school. Like I know I didn't finish, but I went to school. But um, and just looking at her, and I'm like, when I look at her old images, like how she used to look like when she was younger, and now seeing her, I'm like, okay, 
we go to a stage where we keep saying, I can't wait to get older so I can do this because I'm tired of my mother telling me. And then you, and you're really, <laughs> older, I'm older, like, yo, she wasn't crazy. She I, wasn't crazy. And then you, I'm looking at her and realizing in the rush of me trying to get older, I'm forgetting that she's also getting older. Yeah. Like our parents are getting older, even yeah. though we're getting, we're rushing to, we're rushing to get older, not, not realizing. And it's not our fault because you're a teenager. You have that selfish mindset that they are also aging. So yeah. you're rushing to, for you to age, to get older. They're also going to age. They don't stop either. So I had to realize that I'm like, these are the moments I have to cherish because we're not here forever. So realizing also as parents, they had no choice but to work. Yeah. A lot of them never finished school. And those who have, that's amazing, but a lot of them did not. Some of them have stepped foot in a college. So for us to go to college and finish or do something with ourselves, they're happy with that. Yeah. Like, right. 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 So. That's so crazy. Girl. And so, Oof. like, and I, I've always appreciated the fact that you said it earlier, like, they came here for a survival. Like, they literally were surviving mm-hmm. coming here, so, right? And I. I know. I, I don't eat. I, I wasn't planned. I know I wasn't planned. I don't mm-hmm. need someone to tell me that. I'm not going to ask either. <laughs> but I know damn well I wasn't because right. there's no, they weren't financially in a position to have you. To, to have me. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, like the stories my mom would tell me about, because um, she moved here from Haiti to New York um, when she was like 15, 16, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she thought she was coming out here to get an education, but mm. she really ended up coming out here to be a maid mm. and just to watch people's children. You see mm. what I'm saying? So the second that if they found out that she actually was taking night school or whatever, she found a church community or whatever, and they put her on to some classes that she could take, they kicked her ass out. So she was yeah. literally riding the train in New York, sleeping on the train and like up and down from one end to another. That was her. At 16. This was was like 17. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you don't know the language. Nope. You don't, right? You don't know the land like that. You just got here. So for her to get from that point to having me, you know what I mean? Working a factory job, still in in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. New York, Mm -hmm. working around, having this brand new child, like she don't know what to do with them, Mm -hmm. to building having a home in Florida and doing this and doing that. I'm highly impressed by them. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, insane, yeah. her yeah. story got me into college. That was, the essay that I wrote was about yeah. her. You know what I mean? That's her dope. life. That's and dope. I got a full-blown scholarship because of that. You That's know dope. What I mean? So, like, I, I, like, everything, so it's like, even though we talk about, like, oh, you know, they don't show me love, whatever, whatever. There's times where it's just like, Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I'm you here. didn't die. I have here. these opportunities <laughs> because it's just my job now yeah. to make sure because I'm in a better place now I have room mm-hmm. to yeah. implement some of these things with my kids. Yeah, that they didn't things have that you didn't have. For. Yeah, didn't have time for that. Yeah. Man. No, I was just trying to eat. And God forbid. <laughs> and God forbid. You know how some Haitian friends be like when you come by, like I shoot that. Like they go go sit down right, somewhere right, and it's yeah. like oh I want some attention, but <laughs> their focus why. is like. I gotta work to pay yeah. these bills so you can have these fun things. Cause, and even Garrett and I didn't have that's like the a best high level of love. Like, yes, that's like an ultimate level of love. If you think about it, like I'm setting all my wants and needs aside to make sure that you're good. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I saw that's like unconditional love for real. Absolutely. Yeah, from parents. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like now our generation, we can kind of balance that. Like, I'm still going to have fun, but I'm going to make sure my kid's good. But yeah. but our parents is like, no, our kid has to be good first. There was no way. <laughs> like, we have that balance. They didn't have that. They didn't have that balance. Like, what's that? Yeah. Church, work, school, my kid. Yeah. That's it. That's all they know. Their balance was church. That's yeah. it. Literally. Yeah, that was their fun. Mm-hmm. 
the fun that I didn't want to be a part of. I literally would sit there and watch them like, oh, these motherfuckers really think this shit's fun. <laughs> like, they're having a blast. <laughs> In the name of the Lord. <laughs> Got you outside for a whole nother hour. <laughs> right. While they talk, like no, like, come like, on the phones. We can go home, please. Yeah, we been here all day, and they're actually like, this is dope to them. Don't let it be. A, don't <laughs> let it be a week revival week. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all your fun is canceled. All your cartoons and stuff. You gonna watch that? And it's always in the That's summertime, right? Yep. <laughs> cancel, cancel all that. None of the, none of, nothing's happening. Yeah. So. Um, so I guess for you, because we're still we're very young, no matter people think we're not mm-hmm. um what were some things that like you how do i say it so being young there's a lot of things that you obviously didn't know like going into a marriage you, mm-hmm. you wanted to marry your wife you knew it was gonna work but like you didn't know there was no template and you didn't want a template right but what were some things you realized oh i didn't realize this was gonna be a thing in marriage <laughs> if there was ever anything um so I think like so just rent like taxes. People forget about taxes and like how that looks once you're married. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think um just like the that, like the financial aspect of things, mm-hmm. like um like I I remember like I used to get a paycheck and like, oh, this is the sneaker check. Like mm-hmm. this week I cop like oh, so yeah, like yeah. and then next week it'll be a shirt yeah. and then, I mean, so like Smart. like so like the important thing was building my closet inventory yeah so it's like but then it's like now we're having conversations about debt and this and that and i'm just like yeah what <laughs> i mean like what is happening right Yo, now can like, you imagine how, like you're, i'm mind blown right? it's like, mind blown because yeah. because we got married like we was in like late 20s right mm-hmm. like well i was in my late 20s she was in her mid-20s so mm-hmm. it's like i'm looking at it like i, I like i feel like mm-hmm. this is just again there's no template for this yeah mm-hmm. and i'm used to just taking care of me and myself yep. And there's always bread for me, you know what I mean. So it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, like now nah, I gotta share this. Yeah, and so when she's looking like, at me. Yeah, she, single, me shit. She's like, oh, so you just like, so that job is like, that's good for you, like you're, you know what I mean, like, that's like yeah. you know, it's just like maybe it's not, you know what I mean. Maybe I do need more. You know? oh, <laughs> so, but these are things like you have to come together and like talk about, mm-hmm. like. Yep. What are your goals, dog? Yeah. Like financially, where do you see yourself yeah. in X amount of years? When you have two, three kids, yeah, yeah. where are they going to be living? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a conversation that should be had prior to marriage? Because was this conversation happened before you got married? Or this after, was like, <laughs> so. I think I think it was like somewhere between like um, us being engaged mm-hmm. and moving in together and like marriage, like mm-hmm. the first year of marriage or whatever. Um, but then, like, I want to say since then, we got, like, super focused. Like, it just, it didn't even make sense. Like, we got laser focused, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, it, I, <clears throat> at the time, um, I had made a lot of bad decisions that mm-hmm. a lot of dudes growing up in a certain environment make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They think it's cool. Yeah. So, that scholarship I got to go to school didn't have it anymore so it was like okay now i gotta go back to school Mm -hmm. i gotta i gotta um i need to get a bachelor's but it's like so to pay for that like so she suggested one time like why don't you get 
a paralegal certification at mm. BU because she knew like I I I would like read random um you know how they they have the terms and agreements on yeah. shit mm-hmm. I'd be reading and be like oh I found a loophole like she knew I was like into the just randomly she's like why don't you just do that whatever whatever so I did that that helped me get a job at a law firm that helped me pay for getting my That's master's dope. whatever whatever so yeah. it's like but it's hard being very like in tune with you to know like right really good at, good at exactly <laughs> monetize that but you know what the problem is Mm -hmm. is that and this is what i've personally seen with my friends who were um not in a good place the Mm -hmm. same way i was at the time like i i knew i would never be a bum but i also realized a lot of dudes get suggestions from their girls and they don't fuck with it right like they don't actually take their <laughs> so suggestions right like well they gotta watch it on youtube first right like they gotta see some other nigga say it first but like they won't actually like yo my girl put me onto this and like actually do it, it worked, so yeah. when she told me about that i was like oh yeah i think i will do that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there's a reason why i'm with her she's smart mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean like that was mm-hmm. one of the criterias i had mm-hmm. so she gotta be it's smart like, check so so it's like how do you how do I maximize on her intelligence? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's by I so she's making the suggestion and it it eventually worked out. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I think that with us learning these things together mm-hmm. and actually like being laser focused for a, a long period of time, mm-hmm. we actually <clears throat> outlasted a lot of couples that we knew that at the same time were getting married and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like we were too busy to to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thing, you know what I mean. So you guys kind of had the conversation. Like, you knew your roles. You knew your roles. Right. Yeah. And you just was like laser focused. Yeah, stuff. and it's yeah. just mm-hmm. like constant conversation about like, all right, so what's next? What do we got to do? So like, we noticed that every year we were checking something off a vision board. You know? Oh, that's so, so dope. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah, every year it was like something major. So it's like, all right, so what are we going to do this year? This, You know what I mean? So, And we're still doing that to this day. Yeah. That's you know dope. What I mean? So now it's like, it's transferred over to the kids. It's like, all right, you know, they're they're included now yeah. in that mm-hmm. check off. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like if we don't accomplish anything, it's like well, did one of our kids do something though? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, right. Like, right. Exactly. I think that's so dope because me and um y'all like calling him butter, but I call him <laughs> I call him Bay. Um, cause sometimes people like butter. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, okay, y'all talking about my boyfriend? No, like me. Towards the end of last year, we created a vision board. We did it together, but we have our own vision board. And like, we yeah. literally prayed over it. Like, all right, let's. I came to him like, babe, let's do a vision board for ourselves. It doesn't have to have a time limit. It's like no. things that we want to happen for us, whether it's together or as our individual selves. And we literally did it. And then we prayed over it and stuff. Like, I have mine hanging up, like, by my desk. And I think he hung up his somewhere in his room yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, that's something that we can constantly look at and be like, okay, am I reaching this goal? Do I have to retrace my steps to see, okay, do I need to add something or take something off that I feel like I'm not going to reach this? But, you know, it's still something for us to look at. Like, okay, I've achieved this. What's the next step? And I think it's dope how you guys do it. Like, okay, this is what we achieved this year. Yeah. What's the next step? Because certain goals are not going to happen within two weeks or no. a month. Sometimes yeah. it might take a whole year yeah, for you yeah, to absolutely. actually accomplish that goal. Yeah. And that's and I think that's dope that you guys do that as a couple and you guys have that conversation, which is dope because a lot of times, and 
I could be wrong. Some relationships, not even marriages, can fail because there's a lot of things people did not have a conversation about. They just assume like, oh, yeah, we're just going to be great. Like, no, you guys have to talk about it because you guys didn't talk about, like, one said they want kids, one said they don't want kids. If y'all never discuss that, that is... That's leading to failure because yeah. you can't force that person to want to have kids if they never want to get. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of times, like financial stuff, how do you feel about discipline when it comes to disciplining your children? How do you feel about this? That those are things that are very important that you need to talk about when you're dating that person. Because right, right. Lord knows you don't want to get on one knee as a man and then realize like, yeah, this ain't gonna work. Because I realize that a lot of things we do not agree on. Right, exactly. <laughs> Nothing works. You know, you put a lot of money down on that ring. It's like, that yeah, it's big. not gonna happen. What happens though if you're well into your relationship and you find this new thing that you love and you want to do and you want to achieve, but your partner's not really on board with it? Like they're like, I don't want to do that. Like I don't, I don't want that for us. Like what? Like something like. Okay, so for um, instance, I had a friend. He was married and um, he was doing it like he had his basically his retirement all set up like everything was good like his wife was going to be stay at home he was going to take care of everything else they had their kids etc um both of them didn't finish college right Mm -hmm. so something transpired where his retirement plan kind of slipped out of his hands like Mm. it it just wasn't going to be the that was no longer the plan anymore right um, and so he's like, I don't want to feel like this. I don't want anyone to have that power to take away my livelihood mm-hmm. and my kid's livelihood. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to school and I'm going to finish school. So he's telling his wife, like, you know, we should go to school. Like, set an example for our kids and also secure our future. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, but I don't want to go to school. Like, I don't, I don't, whatever. And right. that was like a constant back and forth to the point where he was like, well, this is what I want for my kids to see. And you don't want that, so like we have to separate. But oh, it was an like, ongoing conversation. It wasn't like she said no, and he's like, "All right, but I'm out of here." It was mm-hmm. like years of like, right. just go, like just finish or whatever. And mm-hmm. so, so we, it's, it's it's weird. We had a situation like that mm-hmm. as well, where she um, was pushing me to get uh, what? Well, not to say she was pushing me, but she was. She kept suggesting, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you should really get your master's. This and that. Da da da. And so I'm just like, well, you ain't got your shit. Like, why do I need? You know what I mean? Like, why? Why is it on me to get? You know what I mean? Why me? Just like, and, and but it, you know, so after a while, it's like I have all these plans, a career trajectory, and she's yeah. looking at it. She's like, yeah, but when you look at what it says, the requirements yeah. are, you need that. Mm-hmm. Right? I will. I will interject on this because I've seen it plenty of times in my job. Right. You can have the masters, right? You can have the bachelors, um, but if you don't know the people and you're not personable, yeah. you're not going anywhere. anywhere. And right, I can right. tell from your energy and how you are right now, you can sell yourself in any space. Right. I promise so you. So actually, have the, the masters will just be like an added bonus. He can, he can sell. He can sell yeah. water to fish, y'all. It, it is a bonus. So yeah. I think so. I, for me, it was one of those, um, and it, for her, what she was thinking was because you're right. The the position that I actually needed this for, I actually did slide into it mm-hmm. with a, a false promise that I it was coming in a couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, when you type, I am able to do all these things on your resume, and then you're like, like, damn, I don't know what the right, fuck I'm right. doing. But right. I, think, I think all they probably checked was like to see if I was enrolled or something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's what came back. So the I was good. Exactly. Like, yeah. Right. So, but um, 
Right. So it morphed into like, okay, well, now it's like if something was to happen, mm-hmm. I need this. You yeah. know what I mean? Just in case. Just mm-hmm. as like, I don't, I don't need it for anything right now, but it's one of those things to fall back on. Mm-hmm. So the compromise with her was like, all right, you want me to do this thing. I don't really care to do it. Um, so since you like it so much, why don't you, why don't you do that? Mm-hmm. And then if once you do it, I'll, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the compromise. And she did it. Yeah. And fairly fucking fast. Yeah. She's like, I bet. That's what black women do. They they overachieve. (laughs) So it's just like it's like, I think she's actually like really doing this. Like she's studying. You thought she's like, oh she ain't gonna do it next thing all here's the computer. She she got her joint, whatever. All right, boom. So she's like, your turn. (laughs) Check me. She's like, I'll wait. Here we are. You know what I mean? So, um, absolutely. All times. So she, um, so we've, we've had, it's, it's weird, right? Like, I think if you, when she makes suggestions for things that I immediately am like, nah, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm straight on. I think about it like this, right? The, uh, marriage really I mean let's call it what it really is it really is a business relationship I've said that it is a business right? relationship like, 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 like you want a little love sprinkle love in yeah. there too like, but it is business too, there's too much depending on how successful you want to be there's yeah. too much money involved yeah. for it not to be right yeah so you have to actually sit down and say alright what my business partner is suggesting is it actually is there an ROI to it right like mm-hmm. will I get a return on investment on this does it make sense mm-hmm. oh it does well, then I should just do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or we should just do X or Y. Like, whatever they're suggesting makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how we've approached things. And she's allowed that from my end as well. So she doesn't really fight me on much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I make a crazy suggestion, she's just like, you want to do what? Like, nah. And it's like... <laughs> it's a I strong no for me. Yeah, it's a strong no, right? But it's like, all right, well... Here's the game plan. This is what I'm thinking about. I'm literally presenting it to her. Mm-hmm. And she's considering it. And she's like, I, yeah, I, like, I, there's no reason for me at this point yeah. to fight you on this. Yeah. Like, you haven't showed me you're the type of dude to lead me mm-hmm. the, to the gutter. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I'm going to trust that. So, And I think that's important, too. Like, Ooh, this right. may sound traditional, but I think it is important for women to You're actually to about lead. To, yeah, to allow them let, to lead. Let, mm-hmm. Even if you make them think they're leading. Yeah. If you could finesse it, mm-hmm. it's really your idea. Mm-hmm. But if you can make it seem like it's his, yeah. it's easier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you can't, it's, it's really harder. I think, I think women could kind of get more of what they want than than like um or, or vice versa i feel like men will usually try to get what they want like like if a dude's like no i'm doing this i'm do- they're gonna do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying but i think women can be more like all right he's really fighting me on this let me fall back mm-hmm. you know what i mean i may be wrong about that but i feel like it's usually like that at times yeah. it's, if it's not nothing crazy mm-hmm. you know what I, mean? I think it's um the the problem with leadership and men being the leader in a relationship the word leader has such a negative context in relationships, mm-hmm. especially when it's one person. Like we're supposed to be a team, and you're talking about you're gonna you're gonna be above me. Like I don't I don't want that. And so there's that, and then there's the whole feminist um, 
era of like don't let a man it's like a control thing like yeah. you're letting a man control but, but your relationship that whole feminism thing ain't for black women though I don't buy into that I that's a whole nother topic yeah yes. it's not for black women <laughs> yeah, but I understand what you mean yeah. that that there's a negative content like yeah. connotation behind yeah. it and mm-hmm. I think I struggled with that when I was in my last relationship because although he was very traditional in how he wanted the relationship to be um, he wasn't asking much from me right mm-hmm. like He's like, I just want you to do this. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Because that means you're going to lead. And I don't want to do that. Because I grew up with a very strong, independent mom. Mm-hmm. Who took bullshit from nobody. Mm-hmm. And she told us, don't take bullshit from nobody. So in my head, that's how I always operated in relationships. And I, I will take accountability and say I ruined a lot of good relationships. But I think if they were meant to be, they were going to be. Right? Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this, right? Mm-hmm. You said that the the leader thing has a negative connotation because like if you're a team whatever whatever right if there's a team of five basketball players there's a point guard (laughs) if there's a team on football there's a quarterback yeah Mm -hmm. whatever team you're if you're on a project team a project management team right you need a team lead right Mm -hmm. everyone is as capable anybody could be a team lead on that on on that team but usually it is a personality type right so there's all it doesn't matter what type of relationship you're in even in the animal kingdom whatever you already know about the whole alpha male thing like with the gorillas or whatnot so it's like in any situation that you're in where there's more than what you go on vacation with your girls there is someone person. leading yeah. that charge. Yeah. No, I get that. You see what I'm this saying? Just... So there's always... No, I think I think what she's trying that. to say is... And I agree with you, too. I, I think I think it's like throughout history, and then you have people who add religion into it, mm-hmm. the whole mindset of let the man lead, we're supposed to submit, <laughs> and it's like half the, the time... Part is very hard. And then right, some right, men right. take it to the head like, oh, <laughs> you're submitting to me, I'm going to lead you, but sometimes you're leading me right to the gutter. You help me, you... It's blind leading the blind. I tell people, look, I'm already with the men that want that power trip that don't lead you anywhere but the no. better. No. Yeah. A strong yes. man don't even have to fucking articulate. He don't have to say he's the album. He don't got to say nothing. Just his Facts. actions. Yeah. His wo- words. He's like, I ain't going to tell you shit. I'm about to show you what yeah. I'm Yeah. All that he got to do. And then a woman, and I tell people this, like, a woman, you can still, if a, a man is going to show you that he can lead without having to say, I demand leadership and all this mm-hmm. other foolery. And a woman can naturally submit. I will let my man take the lead. As long as we, it's something, you can take the lead, but still ask for input. Yeah. Because there's no fucking leader in this world that's not going to ask for input unless you're a fucking dictator. Yeah. At the end of the day, we see how, I mean, yeah, yeah. this is a bad example, but U.S. government, I am too fond of it. But at the end of the day, it's three branches, not one power over the other. They all got to come into agreement about something, right? No one supersedes the other. So same way with the whole leadership thing, it can have the negative connotation and the man who's money, power hungry for it is going to see it that way but a man who knows how to lead he won't ask for none of that he'll still lead but then come to you and be like yo babe what you think about this i was thinking about doing this but how do you think and then your wife or your girl be like oh babe maybe you could do this that's exactly what it is so my thing is it's like you and you hit the nail on the head with it like there's (laughs) i have this argument all the time with dudes right like with certain dudes where it's just like oh you know i was out on a date with a shorty and they're bringing up they're literally bringing up this whole alpha thing. And it's just like, but bro, how did you think that was going to work out? Like, what did you think yeah. was going to happen? Mm-hmm. You thought she was, you know what I mean? Like, that was, she was going to rock with that? Yeah. Especially not, like, like in your 30s, bro. Like, mm-hmm. shorties, 
31, 32. They're not hearing that right no, now. You feel no. me? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, it's like dudes that are actually successful don't talk like that. Nope. They don't have to. No. Nope. They let it speak somebody, for themselves. Yeah, you can see somebody and be like, okay, I don't understand. So say 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 we were all went golfing. Mm-hmm. I don't. Do you guys golf? No. Okay. I attempted with your friend, but right. So listen, <laughs> I don't golf either. <laughs> so if we're all like golfing and some dude comes there and he's knocking balls and it's just like oh like he's actually doing something yeah. like his swing looks right all of that we the three of us are following his lead literally he ain't gotta say shit to us no, no. you know what I mean like, we're gonna swing, we're gonna like, follow like, his lead yeah. he's gonna let us know what to do yeah. without ever having to say anything his actions on that field let us know yeah. that that. In this situation, yeah. he's the one leading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You hit the nail on the head with that. Like, you don't got to say anything, yo. Yeah. And, it, mm-hmm. and it's weird to me when dudes feel like they have to actually express it. Wow. But that's, that's a, a clear indicator of, like, all right, you're not leading. <laughs> and they're not doing anything. And I'm like, check, please. <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even imagine, like, me telling my wife, like, I'm the leader. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know what the fuck like, I'm doing. No, you don't. Know I, mean? like, I didn't just... think she would react anyway. She's like, okay. <laughs> that would be your first and last date with her. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know like how that conversation goes but yeah. i think that she'd be the first to say yeah. that she allows me to lead i've heard her tell other girls this yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what i mean and it's because it's just through actions like yeah. there's no we don't ever have to talk about it yeah. Mm-hmm. you know so that's amazing i think that's so dope yeah i mean i'm i honestly am very excited i'm after years of reflecting right of, mm-hmm. like the trauma that was put on me whether it was conscious or unconscious like uh, and how I see viewed relationships and how where I'm at now and how I view relationships. I think I'm like, you know, I have, I'm pretty confident in what I'm looking for, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before it was like, oh, this is what was hot to me and this is how it should look and this is how it should feel and mm-hmm. it never felt good out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is, why does it feel good? Like, I was told this is how it's supposed to look and mm-hmm. how it's supposed to, you know, be. I fun. mean, just don't be punching niggas, just. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Mm. No, just as long as you're not doing that anymore, you're good. I told you, the twenties, the early, the early twenties will like, do it to as you. As long as you refrain from that, I think you should be fine. Listen, I had, I had a bad temper. I had, excuse me, I had a very bad temper, and I just, I hate being lied to. That was like a trigger for me. <laughs> Especially because, like, when you lie to me in my face, like, I'm like, look at me and tell me that. Especially in the back of your head, you already know the truth, and it's like, damn, you really, I was really about to give you a chance. I'm stupid, and I don't like being, no. Yeah. But it's all an ego thing. I was very much like, whatever. I wanted to control that situation, and I couldn't control it. I'll punch you. I'll punch you into control. (laughs) But no, I think another thing, too, is like, I think you mentioned it earlier, like you realize there's no template to marriage. Just like we know there's no template to babies. They come and you got to figure shit as you go. So marriage is the same thing. It's just like, it is a different dynamic. Like, okay, the, the, how you said before, when it was just you, your checks went to you, my money. I spent it on what I want to do. But now you bring a wife into the situation. It's like, okay, now my money becomes our money. And we got to make sure that we're not doing stupid. De- Cause before I made a lot of fucked up decisions with my money. So I know I fucked it up for me. And it felt good. Yeah. It's like, oh damn, I fucked up. But yeah, the crap, like years later, <laughs> like, when I, I learned, I can't leave well, yeah. <laughs> 
I learned the importance of credit score the hard way. But before, it was like, whatever, what the fuck, swipe, swipe. Now it's like, I'm planning for a future. I want to have kids. I do want to get married. I can't make those same fucked up decisions because now we get married, we're kind of, we're binded together in that sense, so my fuck-ups may become his fuck-ups, and it's yeah, like, damn, I'm holding, it, it's really gonna hold him back, because they're like, now we can't get this house, because you're fuck-up. <laughs> that right. five credit score of 520, we can't right. do nothing with right. this, you know what right. I mean? And that's what people tend to forget, like, that's why it's like, it's very good, it's very important to work on yourself as an individual before bringing someone with you, because yeah. it's like, you don't want to boggle them down with your shit, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and it's important for your partner, too, to work on themselves, because I always, remind myself like we're both individuals that came along with each other and i have to always remember even though we're married or we're together as boyfriend and girlfriend we're still our own entities like we don't belong to each other like we don't own each other we know we're together but we don't own each other so we also have to remind ourselves like especially in marriage people fail to realize like sometimes you need time from your husband or your wife like just you like don't forget you because some people lose themselves in marriage too and they're like so focused on the kids the work and do this oh, and you forget hard. yourself yeah. and I know it can be hard to squeeze in that me time and that's why I'm like I want to be able to and I know there's going to be moments where I may not be able to but I want to be able to squeeze a me moment yeah. with kids involved and a husband I want to squeeze that me moment because I don't want to lose myself because I know at the end of the day I'm me but I know I'm a title to other people. Like, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm this, I'm that. But I wanna, don't want to lose me. And we always remember that title, like, that's, that topic, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. I can't get more of myself. There's no more to give. So I want to replenish myself to be able to give to others. Yeah. So, um... You saying that um, my best friend... I told you this. My, <laughs> my best friend celebrated a birthday, and she's been married to her husband for years now. They've been together since they were 18, and they're in their 30s now. And so she had her third kid. It wasn't planned. It was kind of like my fault because I got her drunk. And <laughs> he, he said, maybe she'd be called Tito's because this bitch was drinking Tito's. Wow. Different. Anyways, so after the third baby, like, you're older, your body's reacting a little different, right? Mm-hmm. So she kept, she kept calling me like, I'm not okay. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, I don't know, but I'm not okay. And she'll look at her husband and like, I'm not okay. And he'll just like look scared, like, fuck, what do I do with this? Like, you know what I mean? Because she's like, hormones are like ran, ran, running rampant in her body. And like, the baby's crying and it's the, the kids, she got, they vary in age. It's like 12, 7, and now 1-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot, right? <laughs> so she's been saying to her husband, like, randomly, I'm not okay. And he's just like so scared, right? At this point, he's like, yo, I need to do something because she's not okay. She keeps telling me she's not okay. She's mentally drained. She's emotionally drained. So for the first time ever, because he's a procrastinator, he does things very last minute, he planned her whole birthday weekend. Like ordered the cake in advance, mm-hmm. got the hotel room. He's like, we have the kids free, all this stuff. And she was like, yo, my husband was acting unusual. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there was times when we were on the phone for hours because he'd be like, yo, I need, I need help with this. Like, where should I find this? Where should I get this? How should I do that? Like, da, 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 da. And um, we were just like, yo, I'm like, yo, I'm so proud of you. He's like, I'm scared of her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's crazy. He was like, yo, she's been, not been herself and I just want to do this for right. her. And mm-hmm. like, she's gotten used to like, this is how my husband is, so I need to compensate in other areas. Yeah. But he's like, I don't even want her to do that. Like, I want her to just fully enjoy her birthday. Right, that's right, what he right, did. Right. I think that's dope. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. 
So it's a lot, and it takes a lot to know your partner too. Because I think COVID, when we were forced to stay home, mm-hmm. I think COVID made people realize who the fuck did I marry? So many divorces, oh yo. So I know ass. divorce rates went up because it's like like dead ass. Like I know too many people that marriage survived the <clears throat> pandemic and yeah. like whatever. Yeah, you guys can survive anything at this moment. (laughs) Um, But if it didn't, that means I I feel like I mean, it could be a number of things. But I think like people have this infatuation with like, oh, my God, marriage. I'm like, "Mm, it sounds good, but it takes work because you all both of you will evolve. You're supposed to change. As long as it's not changing for the worse, it's changed for the better. And then if you factor in children, you have to factor that into that change you to individuals because now you were childless. Now you got kids you got to take care of. Um, I think there's a lot of dynamics with that. But I think we mentioned in the beginning that our parents didn't get to do is like squeeze in date time, make time for us. Like sometimes we like fuck them kids and drop them kids off at somebody else's house and it's you and your partner, like, enjoying each other. Like, ah, this is what we used to do before kids. You posted a video of this couple. Like, this is what we used to do before kids. They were drinking and having all the chip. And then what they're doing now with kids, they're, like, at the hospital. And I met, and I mentioned this. Like I said, I think I might have to reconsider. <laughs> yes, I remember that. I remember that. they're having so much fun, like, getting drunk, like, right. trips. And then the kids, they have the kids. They're in the hospital now, like, and the kids right. are running around. I guess one of them is sick. And I'm like, yo, I may have to. Consider My kids are sick up until they get to the hospital. Now they have all this energy. Like, but crazy. I think it's 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 funny, right? Because um, I got I got a lot of react like a lot of people DM me off that mm-hmm. video I posted in my mm-hmm. stories. A lot of people sent me DMs about that. But what's interesting is that it's not like the the conversations I was having with them was that I once you leave that whole club life, whatever, whatever. You have like that scene when they were in the hospital. It's kind of dope to me in a way because it, it may look miserable. <laughs> it may look especially miserable. at three a.m. though. It may look miserable, right? But there's a there's a thing about when you've grown outgrown something and mm-hmm. you're on a different path and you have a whole different list of yeah. um, goals and and a whole different checklist mm-hmm. that actually. It, like, it feels right. Like, this mm-hmm. is where I should be. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They probably did not have to be at the hospital at that time because we used to do shit like that. Like, <laughs> with our firstborn, it was just like, he coughed, we was at the hospital. Yeah. You feel me? Like, because you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, you'd be damned. Yeah, like- but now it's just like, by the th- time the third one came, I feel sorry for my little girl, though, because it's like... It's funny. I be saying commercials. It's like, your first like, kid, you're over, yo, worried and consumed. By your second and third, you're like, eh, they're fine. Yo, second, <laughs> they're running around with knives and stuff. It's just like, they be all right. They be fine. <laughs> they be cool. Yeah, yeah, they be all right. You know what I mean? So it's like, but, but in terms of that, like, scene right there, mm-hmm. the... It could be depressing if you choose to look at it like that. Yep. But then, to me, That's you beautiful. know, being 40-something inside the the club, 18-plus, yeah. oh. is a little... That is that's so torturous. I, I cringe now because my right. students now, a lot of them are 18, and some of them had just turned 18. And I miss, I was in Pravi. Like, you should come through. God, God no. I, I, I never cared for the club. Yeah. And now, the fact that I have a group of, uh, yeah, a good four or five graduations that I've been through so you far. Guys could be at the same spot. We yeah, could. And time. now, seeing them, I mean, I see them at the mall. Here's the craziest thing that I tell people as a teacher, I don't know about y'all, but when we were growing up, when we was in school, we I don't think we ever saw our teachers out in public. 
Most of them. My teacher, I had a fourth and fifth grade teacher who literally taught my whole family basically. Mm-hmm. And oh, she so was, like, she was always at my mom's Okay, party. that's different. Oh. But most teachers, they were most of the teachers we yeah, encountered, they either were already married, they had kids that were older. Some they of them were forties, fifties, right? Yeah. But us, a lot of teachers now were starting out like twenty two, twenty three. Most of them. Even for me in my thirties, they're like, "Damn, miss, you're still young." Like, yeah, like, don't you feel like y'all the same age? I mean, to to a certain extent, (laughs) because I'm hip to what they're talking about. Like, I mean, I had students for weeks talking about pushing pee, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Shut up!" Like, I'm tired of it. Like, but when the craziest thing too is like when they start telling me, "Oh, miss, my mom, my dad, they're the same age as you," and I'm like, "God damn it!" That's weird. They were in high school when I was in high school having you. So sometimes when I'm interacting with these students, have to remember sometimes their parents are our age, like they're our age. So they had them when we were still in school, like doing the wildest shit, and they had them. So I always have to remember that because sometimes I'd be like, "Yo, who who's raising you?" Yo, these kids are being raised by like I feel like my my son. <laughs> when I tell you, when I take him to his games, he, like he'll tell you this. Like his friends will sometimes come talk to me, like I'm their friend. Like yo, like oh, what song you listen to? Oh, will you listen to this? And he's just like. He's just over there shaking like, his head. That's my dad. He's like, that's <laughs> my friend. I remember we brought him to a soccer game, and this kid, this white boy, walks up, and he goes like, "So, are you his brother or his dad?" Right? Oh, and then my God. Go, I go like, "I'm his dad," and and I, I go, I, I actually said, "I'm his papa." And he goes like, "You don't look like a papa," <laughs> because like you know them dudes, they be having kids at like fifty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they like yeah, they wait till they're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they already like, have the gray hair. Uh, 50, so and then, and then Polo, my son, he's just like he's just like yo, you're. He's like you, like you and your friends, like y'all funny, like. You guys don't look yeah. like no. the Typical dads parent. that I see on TV. So it's it's funny because he's like, it's so weird because he's not embarrassed by me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And I just remember like, they, I could, I did not want my I, No, like, school. I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> I'd be so embarrassed. Like, oh, my mom, don't, they don't need to come. No, I'll handle show it. To school, but it's so the opposite. Like, he'd be like, yo, yeah, like my, my dad, dad little, he'd be yeah. like showing him my IG and stuff. It's just like, oh, what? Oh my God. I love, no, I love that. I think it's cute because it's like, it's, it's a huge thing, I think, culturally because I... Like, my students will come to me and start talking to me about stuff, and I'm like, I never asked for this information, but okay. Yeah. The stuff they be telling me, like, yeah, Miss, uh, like, I, I kid you not, I wrote it on my Facebook. One kid was like, I'm erasing the board. He comes up to me. He's like, Miss, you be drinking wine? And I didn't even respond. He's like, Yeah, you look like you, get saucy. you look like you get saucy off the wine. I looked at him like, He's like, But, you know, you know, I, you know, I, he's like, I'm a wine person myself. I'm like, no, You're not even not of age. I'm dealing with high school. They're like high 18, 19. I'm like, crazy. you're only old enough to vote, so not sad. to drink, sir. I don't want to hear. The stories out late, they feel so comfortable. Because right. it's like, no, nah, miss, you're mad chill. Like, you know, you're not like these old teachers. Like, you're really young. I'm like, I'm like. In two years, you're going to go to a lounge, and you're going to, to be next kids. to your, like, they could be there. Yeah, yeah that's that the other thing. So I've seen them at the mall. Like, they were like. And I'm like, oh shit, hey y'all. Like, I never caught my teacher in the mall. Like, I think they used to hide. Like, they probably went out when we weren't out. Like, no, I don't they, know. I, I just, they just didn't do the same things. Like, yeah. it's just. Well, we're different. hip. We're different. We're like. Why did they live in the areas that we lived in? No, they lived outside of Boston. Yeah. Like, I'm around, I'm everywhere. So, a lot of them is like them seeing us is like kind of dope because it's like. I, 
I'm not embarrassed to see them out in public. It's just kind of different because I'm like, I didn't grow up that way. Like, we never saw our teachers. Our teachers was already already well advanced in their careers. They already have their kids. Maybe their kids already have kids at that point. They're older. Like, we're in that generation where it's like, we're hip. We're we're in the 80s. We didn't have too much technology, but we grew up into the, started growing into the time. These babies, so, uh, they're that's, in it. that's what I was going to say. Like, millennials pretty much created the culture that they're living in right yeah. now. Literally. Like, you know, like, so now they're well endowed in it. it. The yeah. millennials built it. You know yeah. what I mean? For, like, for us, for what them. Is, what, is the, what, I mean? what is the age, um, the age for millennials? So it's 1980? 80, 80, 1981 through... I think 90. 90. It's the early 90s. Yeah, 90. You threw me up because you said they because we are they. We're they. Well, no, the group that I'm teaching now... Gen Z, Gen Z. Gen Z, they're the 2000 babies. So, millennials will be us. Yeah. They would be Gen Z. Okay, yeah. The Gen X and then there's Gen Z. The Gen Zers, whatever you guys want to call it, they were born literally like 2000, 2001, 2002. Like, the kids that I'm teaching this... The kids I'm teaching this year, they were born in 03, 04. I remember showing them a document, a documentary about like when Google first started. Like people didn't know Google, like Google's not gonna last. Like why do I need to search anything? And they're like, oh my God, that's when Google started. I was like, fuck, I forgot. This is when they were born. They were born at that time. (laughs) So the whole concept of like when when Steve Jobs said, you know what, we're gonna open an Apple store. People were skeptical about it because people were like, why would you open that Gateway had a store and they didn't last long. Like, and I'm like, oh shit, I forgot about Gateway stores. But they were like, they where in Dowson, they already knew iPhones because iPhones already had already existed. iPhones was new to us. We didn't know what the fuck an iPhone was. Right. Like, it was too expensive. I, mean, that, we, I remember when that shit, when I first seen the commercial. The first generation iPod, so like, they, they don't know the iPod. They don't know that. They they didn't have to deal with iPods. Right, 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 right. We got a chance to deal with it. They never got to deal with it because they got an iPhone. Like, one of them said, oh, I got my first iPhone at eight. I'm like, my first iPhone, I was 25. <laughs> Same. 25. This kid said he was eight. Yeah. There's a huge gap. There's a disconnect. Like, but no, like the whole concept of it. And I, I, I think maybe part of it, what molded my mindset for marriage too. I still believe in it. It depends on who you're clicking with. Cause yeah, some yeah. people are not meant to be with each other. And I'm like, y'all are both toxic. And the fact that y'all want to still walk down the aisle is concerning. <laughs> but I think part of it too, I feel like this, Different mixtures. For me, it's my environment, seeing my parents married. But there's certain things I do not agree with in regards to them. And then, you know, it's not just solely based off religion because there's certain things in religion when it comes to marriage I totally do not agree with. Like, there's some people who are so knee-deep in religion that they even believe, like, you shouldn't even get divorced. I'm like, so if I'm getting abused and my children probably get abused mm-hmm. and I'm getting cheated on. This mm-hmm. man has other women and other children. I'm supposed to stick around this marriage? Mm-hmm. I think the fuck not. I would That would not happen. Yeah. And my mom told me that's one thing she did not agree on. Like, like Roman Catholics, they believe in that. That's why it was like a big thing But when people, when women try to get divorced. It, it was hard to get divorced, like, yeah. if you were a Catholic because they didn't believe in that. They thought... Till sickness and in health, until death do you part. I'm like, well, I might be the one dying yeah, if he's abusing me. Right, right, right. So, you know what I mean? So... There's the certain things in marriage when it comes to religious aspect I do not agree with, but I still I still believe in though a lot of people in society today may not agree with it, and that's fine. Like I still believe like, you know, I wanna be down with someone for the rest of my life or whatever. Do I don't have a problem with that. Um, She's complicated. <laughs> even with that question? She's complicated. 
Listen, I'm, I'm growing. Yeah. <laughs> Growth. I'm I don't know. I just, I don't see a need. I don't, I, I, right now I don't. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll change in a year. Mm-hmm. I'm a woman that evolves with time. I'm not one to stick to one ideology. Like, I don't know. At one point I was like, this is what I want. And then I got a taste of it. I was like, hell the fuck no, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. So uh, right now, no, I don't want marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that looks yeah. for me in a couple mm-hmm. years. But anywho. I know I would not, definitely... Well, not get married again if I oh if you got divorced oh my gosh I would never get married again ever. yeah I'm one and done it's like, too much it's too people much. who talk about oh this is my fifth marriage why oh, hell no. give up it's, it's just like no I don't Be see done. the benefit of just that. date them you are the problem no no no, no, no. it's nah. too much I believe I the same actually, thing like I was just saying this to my friend because he's been going in and out of a relationship I'm like dude as your friend I'm telling you you should probably just take a year to just be, do you? Yes. Stop getting in relationships and dealing with these fucking broads. Yeah. Um, and he was like, the fear of doing that and being too comfortable and happy in that space and not wanting to revisit a relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. I was like, I mean, I, that, ain't the, that ain't a lie. Because I, I say this all the time. People think I'm, they be calling my bluff. You even say it. I really, truly enjoy living alone and being alone. And doing I, 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 ne- I never called you bluff on that part. The the bluff I called you on is different. But no, I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think if you end up meeting by the grace of God or some miraculous reason, your partner, and they took that time in themselves to be single and invest in themselves to heal whatever they were de- healing from, and y'all come together, and y'all are like, not exactly the same, but the thing that you were looking for that you know in your heart what re- a relationship should be, and y'all mesh together, who knows where that can take y'all because y'all both took the time to do the work individually and then now you're working together to make each other better. But if you're in your peace and someone's coming in to disturb disturb that peace, hell fucking no. Don't ever let someone come disturb your peace, especially if they haven't worked on themselves and they think, oh, that's why you're going to die alone. Okay, I'm going to die alone and happy. happy. You know what I mean? Like, when, and I, I've, I've, seen, I've seen men on certain podcasts say like, oh, women who are comfortable with that, they're going to die alone like, Y'all like saying things like it's a problem. We don't care. Well, I think what they're talking about is the financial aspect of it. So There's women that make more money like, than men, so it's like we don't right, care. You're right, but the average woman doesn't. Mm-hmm. True. You know what I mean? So I mean that, that's why we're still fighting for equity, right? Yes, so, that's true. The majority of women in this country do not. Mm-hmm. So when you look at it, the highest growing rate of homelessness unfortunately are women mm, mm-hmm. you know That's what true. i mean and the reason why it's growing is because there's more of an, this like i'm just gonna be by myself type thing but there's a point where you're not gonna be able to so work anymore to be homeless? no but, but so, <laughs> so like there's a point where you're not gonna be able to work anymore yeah. and it's like is your retirement plan really going to hold you down for X amount of years? You mm-hmm. might live long. Women yeah. outlive men all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. I always true. say this too. Um, I do not want to live to where I'm senile and I can't care for myself. Right, right, yeah. right. God, right. Yeah, like, point. but mm-hmm. it's but unfortunately that's what it is. So those dudes, that's really what that's that's the statistic they're looking yeah. at, mm-hmm. and that's what they're referring to by saying, "Oh, you're going to grow old that alone." They're talking about these women who unfortunately are not going to be in a position like they were doing well up to a point and now they're homeless mm, and yeah. this is a real thing you yeah know what i mean so especially with the way this country is going yeah, so and inflation and all that other stuff yeah a, a partner you know to hold it down with you yeah. mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yeah. it's unfortunate because yeah. like and that's why 
when I tell people, when I talk, when women talk about equality, this is what we're talking about. It's the money aspect. Like yeah. we work the same job, same title. We probably had the same amount of experience, but you're getting paid more as a man. Right. Granted, as a black man, you make less than a white man, right. but you being a man, you still make more than me. Right. And I have the same credentials and stuff just like you. But right. what for me, I know that's what, as a woman, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about equality in the household. Like, dude, just watch the damn pots. I cooked. <laughs> like, there's certain things I feel like there's certain things there might be certain gender rules in the marriage. Like, babe, can you please take out the trash? Because I'm definitely not taking it out. But when I was single by myself, of course I'm going to take it out. But now you here, you're taking it out. But when it comes to the money aspect, because I, um, there's a Netflix series called Explain, and they had a whole series on money. They said usually women on average take the hit for money, especially when children are involved, because then we get pregnant, we lose money because we're not working. And a maternity leave pay is not even a guarantee in this fucking country, ghetto. Um, And so the man ends up still making more money than us because he didn't have to miss out on staying home. And if he did, now they're off of paternity leave. Paternity is not even that long anyways. So a man can still go back to work quicker than we can. So we still take the hit at the end of the day because of we're bearing children. So... But at the same time, even if we were to work at the same level as a man for the same job, we still be listening, missing out on money because they still pay us less. So that's what we're talking about when we say equality is the money aspect. Like we're doing the same thing. I see women in construction, women in engineering, mathematics, all that stuff that was mostly deemed for only men. Mm -hmm. And we still getting paid less for it. So I I get it. I think it's important for like women to advocate for themselves so especially women of color because mm-hmm. like i feel like like women get it i think they're right now they get it and they're mm-hmm. starting to advocate for themselves mm-hmm. when they're getting these positions um rather than just taking the first off like oh yeah we're gonna give you one hundred and ten thousand dollars a year great yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean it's like you no. know they would have gave you 130 right Shit. You know what I mean? You so, have to actually do the research too. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the average exactly. Like, I've been doing that. I've been Google searching like titles like, oh, for a certain <clears> amount of title, what's the median range yeah. of it for this? And I look and at even it. Even that is usually lower than the actual one for the job, right? So mm-hmm. you have to look at, you have to take city into consideration. Yeah. For yep. example, being in Boston, <laughs> can your salary could be very different by just working in Cambridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can make more working in Cambridge potentially depending on what field you're in. I didn't fucking know that. You see what I'm saying? So that even the city that you're working in, like, you if you're working, if your office is in Stoughton, you're not making more money. I don't care what no. your title is. No. <laughs> Unless you own the business, you're not making more money than me, boss. Like, you can lie to yourself as much as you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're definitely not making anybody else working in Boston or in Cambridge. If the hospital you work at is at a small in a smaller town, you're yeah, going of to course. make more money working in the, you know what I mean? So those are all the things that like I feel like if women of color start to take into consideration, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Advocate for themselves, then maybe you could die alone but with a fat wallet. Yeah. I mean that retire that four one K is gonna be fire. And what I will <laughs> add too, don't let these jobs play you because there's no law set in stone that says you cannot discuss your pay. Because I remember some people, I had a job where a few of my former colleagues were talking about it. I was like, and we ended up finding out that one of them was making more than us and he had no fucking experience, but I had the experience, but I wasn't getting paid much. And our supervisor guy said like, y'all shouldn't be discussing your salaries. I'm like, there's <laughs> no law. That's, that's, there's, 
yeah, um, pushing that narrative. Yeah, there's I, no I law. That was true. There's yeah. no law in Massachusetts or the United States I, that says yeah. employees cannot discuss um, compensation. That's, That's how jobs can get over on us. Like yeah. you've been here for five years and your raise, you, they only gave you thirty cent raise, yeah. and this person comes in, they're already making like an extra thirty k, yeah. and the excuse is, oh, it's to um to go with um the cost of living. Okay, but. You're still not paying me. That equates to the cost of living. I'm still broke. So yeah. you're going to up the pay. Or I'm just going to go somewhere else. Yeah. So I always like certain professions. Some people may not feel comfortable. I'm not saying force it, but then you can discuss your pay with other people. Feel comfortable discussing your pay. Yeah. Cause that's how you trip up employers. Cause they'd be like, Oh, I didn't know you knew I was paying so-and-so 90 K for doing the exact same thing that you're doing. I'm only there paying was, you 60. There was actually like a huge Twitter movement where women were actually posting what they make on on Twitter. Oh, I, I don't and have Twitter. they would put their title, and they were just literally, like, it was a whole bunch of women just posting what they make, yeah. what they make, and they were doing it so that other women, women could see and then and negotiate that way. Uh. And then the men started jumping in on it, too, to mm-hmm. kind of, not all the men, but, mm-hmm. like, there were a lot of men that were like, oh, l- like, let me hop into this, too. Mm-hmm. And so... I think it was women in tech. That's what it was. Women in mm. tech. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't they know were that. Doing that that's so. it. I, my, cousin, <clears throat> my cousin deals with that. You know, because that's the male-dominated space. Yep, yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think it was very insightful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did change a little things for me, you know, because yeah. I had an idea of what marriage should look like and not what it really is. Mm-hmm. And it's a fucking business. It's a partnership. <laughs> yeah, it is a business. You were not taught that, though. You weren't taught that. We thought, oh, it's fine. Love. Love don't pay the fucking bills. Now we're both homeless. We're human. Like, you don't like somebody 24-7. No. no. You don't. No. They're, they're I'm not like, like myself. I'm like, girl, why, like, why, are, you, why are you this way? Right. Why are you chewing so loud? You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. when you get that petty with somebody, yeah. like, there has to be more. Yeah. yeah. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. Yep. So what is that more? So what to close this out, what advice would you give anyone in the dating phase that in their mind they do want to get married one yeah. day? What advice would you give them? Uh the main advice I would give them is that just because you're married doesn't mean that you could claim ownership on, on the other person, right? So mm-hmm. marriage doesn't mean that you like so like this is your wife, but she isn't like she's a human being with her mm-hmm. own thoughts uh, and desires yeah. and she might like she likes other things and she does her that's outside of you that's <laughs> outside of you right and but if you can and that vice versa yeah. he's a man that you know what i mean yeah whatever yeah. you know what men are like <laughs> so if you think you can control that just because you have a married title it's a wrap. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. You don't own shit, bro. It is going to be going back and forth. All yeah, the time. exactly. Yeah, yeah. going to work. <laughs> so, at the again, we want to thank you for coming, yeah, getting the male perspective of marriage because we're not married, yeah. and of course, we didn't want to throw another woman in here that's married because. Our, we might agree to certain things because it's like, oh, we kind of share the same mindset. But we wanted to get the male perspective of marriage because, you know, usually marriage is always seen as the woman thing. Like, she wants to get married. She's been told since a kid, like, oh, you're 
dreams and thoughts need to be marriage and the man his idea is to work 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 and eventually provide for the woman so i wanted to see we wanted to see the male perspective on marriage granted it's just your perspective there's other male perspective but we wanted to get your idea of it um and again we want to thank you for coming on our podcast to give us your perspective your spiel on marriage and how it worked for you because guys in no shape or form we're saying do what he does because it may not fucking work for you no 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 it doesn't work for everybody it doesn't because everyone has their own you know blueprint that may work for them but maybe what he said today may help you improve your marriage yeah, it'll resonate with you. maybe it'll resonate with you and maybe change your mindset of what mar- what you thought marriage is supposed to be and it's really not like do that you do whatever works yes. for you go your own speed yes i love it um so at the end of every episode we like to do a business shout out so i know you mentioned earlier what you do on the side what's yeah. the business that oh you do? jack realty group so uh, I do do real estate as well. I'm rushing here. I was just doing a showing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so I help people buy houses, uh, find rentals, stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. Do you help them also in like, the financial aspect? Like, hey, you need to fix this before we can even touch that. I understand it and I know who to connect them with. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But if they just want to have a casual conversation about it, yeah, that's obviously something that I'd be able to assist with because yeah. um, you know you've done it enough that you could take a look people could tell you just a few things and you're yeah. like it ain't gonna work <laughs> you know what I mean? or you may think it's not gonna work yeah. and it's like you could have bought a house like three years ago mm. doing? but you just think that yeah. you're not in the position to yeah. do it got it I mean? so yeah, yeah. Okay. so guys we're gonna share his side hustle information on the bottom of our description so you can definitely check him out for those of you who are interested in buying a home or just want a few tips so again thank you we appreciate you coming today i have fun (laughs) i did too this was actually